Fukushima Dreams, Chapter One. For a long time, she didn't know how long. There'd been nothing. A kind of dream nothing that she floated in, a mist that sometimes receded and showed the edges of the world. But still, she was not in the world. She made what brief contact was required, and then she was back in a nothing place. The nothing place needs no thought. It's an eternal now, balanced between yin and yang. Here, there's no color, no sound. It's like being wrapped in cotton wool, except there's no sensation of softness. It's neither comforting nor terrifying. She doesn't know how long she's been here. It's been a long time. There was life. But it didn't work out, and she'd come here, had stayed here for so long that she doesn't remember the other place, the route back. It's lost in the mist sometime. That's the place where her body is, but she doesn't need it anymore. It's fine here. She doesn't think. She doesn't know. But she dreams. The dreams are tiny moments. Pearls on a wire. She cannot tell if they are memories or constructions. Some seem too mad to have ever been real. Is that her on a dais holding a chain of daisies? Is that her getting married? Is that her swimming beneath the waves, looking through bubbles at where the coral lives? Were these moments in her life that she's returning to? There are other moments, other dreams, other memories. But she knows when they're coming and dives back into the mist. They're part of him, of them, of those two men in her life that she's in flight from, her husband, her son. One minute she was in the dream, and the next everything was collapsing around her. The world was shaking. From inside cupboards, dusty boxes that hadn't seen the light of day for months came crashing down, their contents striking her pulling her back into the world. She pulled the covers over her head to protect herself and lay on the bed, curled up. Slowly, she let her ears pick out sounds from the general chaos. Outside the apartment block, she could hear, hardly muffled, a giant sound of rumbling, and beneath it, tinny, the sound of human screams. Earthquake! Sirens wailed a warning. Get out! Get out! Get out! And here, by the sea... She knew what that meant. How long did she have? She ran into the other room. Here, too, everything was in disorder. All of the small elements of life tossed around as though by a giant child in a tantrum. The child, it wasn't there. And where was Harry? Had he gone running again? The baby sling swung crazily on its hook near the empty bouncer. She turned to the door. And that was when everything collapsed. Suddenly, the world was dark, and she was engulfed in black, cold water. She was blind and breathless. She was barely aware of objects hitting her as she clawed for air, no sense of up or down. And then, everything was dark. She knew no more.